2: Welcome to the gang, you know, the one you never ask to be a part of. You are listening to the Grief Gang podcast with me, your host, Amber Jeffrey. This podcast has been created to tackle the tough but important conversations around grief with authenticity, realness and having a laugh whilst we're at it. Look, we're all going to experience grief at some point in our life, in some way or another. So it's good to talk about it so that it's not much of a nightmare when it comes knocking at our doors. Grief can be incredibly lonely and isolating, but you don't have to feel lonely alone. On this podcast, you will hear various different stories and experiences, ones that will uplift you, inspire you, break your heart, mend your heart and get you asking yourself some big questions. Some of these stories on my own, Some are from the wonderful, growing Grief Gang community, and some are from the incredible guest interviews. You will most likely cry. (laughs) I hope somewhere along the line you can get a giggle in, but I promise you, you will learn something. I haven't got a clue what you'll take away, but I know you will take away something. So this might be weird to say given the context, but happy listening. Okay let's get into this episode. I have just scrolled through all of the submissions and I've got I think about 46 submissions. Not all of them are written submissions. Some people have just so kindly sent in photos of their person, their mum, that they are remembering this Mother's Day. But there's a large amount of submissions to get through both and um, through me and we have a couple of voice notes I believe in for this episode so prepare to be sick of the sound of my voice for the next hopefully under an hour (laughs) but above above us jokes aside you know me I'm always trying to crack a joke to lighten the mood I hope that as you're listening to these submissions and stories, anecdotes, just sharings from all the wonderful people of the grief gang community, that it's going to bring you a bit of comfort today and just knowledge that you're not alone and that there's, it's really weird to say, I feel like I've been like something for me that does and did bring me such great comfort especially when starting grief gang and just like trying to find other people in the grief community is that knowing that on this day of Mother's Day that I don't know is it a bit sadist that knowing that like other people like feel the weight of a loss of their mum on this day just that you're not alone isn't it just very I'm going around the houses of just saying that you're not alone (laughs) and although you know you wouldn't inflict this pain on anybody or like really wish for anybody to feel this pain like it's just I suppose nice to know that somewhere across the globe somewhere far away maybe somewhere not so far away that somebody is like feeling a bit achy today as well but is also surviving through it too. Does that make sense? I don't mean to say that in a sense of, you know, you're hoping that someone else is in pain or being like, oh, but I don't know. That's me. But I'm going to get on with them now and get through these, what I already know, probably emotional, heartwarming and heartbreaking Mother's Day submissions. Hi, Amber. This is my first Mother's Day without my mama since she passed in September super suddenly at the age of 38. Me and her used to love Mother's Day as we worked together in a restaurant for six years and would always do the Mother's Day Sunday shift together. And it was always my favourite day. It was such a laugh and I loved working with her. She really was my best friend in the world. And we were so close in age as she was 18 when she had me. I feel so lost without her this year, especially with her birthday being two weeks before Mother's Day too. But I wanted to share a pic or two of me and her that I love. First Mother's Day without my darling mummy. First as a mama to a beautiful baby girl and third as one to my gorgeous son. Missing my mum every day but know she'd want me to celebrate and be celebrated by my children so grateful to everything she ever did for me and all of life's most important lessons that she taught me. I vow to impart them on my children and be the best mother I can for them. Hi Amber attaches a photo of my beautiful mother Mandy who sadly suddenly passed passed away almost three years ago eight weeks after she was diagnosed with cancer at 58. One of my favourite memories of her is her sense of humour and how she never took herself seriously. She'd be the first one on the dance floor to Tina Turner or the Bay City Rollers. She came in from her evening out on New Year's Eve singing I am the one and only by Chesney Hawkes and when I think about it now she really was the one and only. One in a million and she was mine and I miss her unconditionally. Hey, Amber. I just wanted to thank you for your page. Thank you. I lost my mum in January and it has been the strangest thing. Being 22 without a mum is confusing. Amen. I never thought that I would have to experience this. I'd like to share my favourite memory for your episode. My favourite memory or memories have been when we went shopping together. It was always one of those things that I always said yes to. We used to be bad influences on each other. convincing each other to buy things we didn't need. Everything we did, there would always be laughter, uncontrollable laughter most of the time. Mum had the most contagious laugh. Her laugh ended up being funnier than the actual situation. She brought joy to every moment. I will forever miss her. Everything about her, most of all her laugh. Mum was a warrior right up until the very end. Hey, Amber. Firstly, I want to thank you for having such an amazing podcast and Instagram. It's been a lifeline for me. Thank you. Such kind words. I still can not wrap my head around that sometimes. (laughs) This is my mum. She sadly died on the 19th of January this year. She was the most selfless person in the world and she would do anything for anyone. And she was truly the best mummy and nanny ever. She was beyond resilient and her whole life put everyone first before herself. She had a cracking sense of humour and I will miss sending her funny pictures that I know would make her laugh. She was so laid back and was a typical winger and hoped for the best. Yes, winger and hoped for the best because she knew things would work out in the end. She win- she wings things. Got that. So sorry there. <laughs> Loved and missed every single day. Caroline, 1952 to 2023. I lost my beautiful mum on 18th of December 2023 after her cancer turned very quickly and aggressively two months after being given the all clear. She was in palliative care for a week before passing. We were making plans for this year only weeks before she was told there was nothing they could do for her. I'm dreading Mother's Day. It's so strange to say we lost her. We know where she is, but I can't bring myself to say the D word. My mum was a kind, loving, fiery, creative woman. She always wore lots of big jewellery and bright clothes. We definitely had our rough patches over the years. But as I grew older, i just turned 30, I realised a lot of our disagreements were because we were so very similar. Now I am proud to be just like her. Here are my three favourite memories. When I was maybe 15 years old, I was having a tough time at school. So out of the blue, mum let me bunk off and instead we spent the whole day cuddled up in my room watching films. Saturday night fever, grease, dirty dancing and ghost. When I was twenty five, I hit a deep depression I couldn't get out of. My family aren't really the types to talk about mental health, so I hadn't said anything. One day I was on the phone with my mum. I broke down and told her everything. I thought that she would shake it off as nothing, but instead she shared her experience with depression in her life. Told me she was proud of me for getting help and told me everything was going to be okay. I wish I could hear her say this now. The week mum went into palliative care, I sat and did her nails and she told me all the advice she wouldn't get to in the future. I tried on my wedding dress for her and she told me how I should wear my hair on the day. She gave me advice for becoming a mum when it happens. She told me I would settle into my new job eventually and I'd be great at it. She told me how to deal with relationship woes. After she passed, I was sorting through her jewellery, found a little box with my name on it, and inside was a little piece of rabbit charm with a note written by her, for my grandchild. I don't know when she bought it, but I'm so glad I have it. My first Mother's Day without a mother is filled with dread, Another email with offers and gift ideas, another sign advertising meals out like we would have done, another bunch of flowers I can't give the way I want to, another crack in my heart, we struggled on Mother's Day because my mum felt like it was a reminder that she didn't have her mum, I've never quite understood that till now, I never envisioned that this year I wouldn't have my mum to spoil, love and laugh with, My whole world upside down and the person who I would always ask how to get through is gone. I look at pictures and wish we had more and why did we delete some because we didn't look nice enough? Why didn't I keep more cards with her writing? Another sting in an already excruciating scenario. Another occasion she's not here for. Just a gap where you should be with us. My mum, my best friend and my heart. I never thought I'd be someone who has to hit unsubscribe to Mother's Day emails, but here I am. I miss you, Mum, always.
3: There, Mum, it's me, your daughter, here. Um, to be honest, it's quite hard for me to picture you as my mum because I can't remember you because you passed away when I was quite young. and I'm almost 23 now and you passed away when I was 97, so... It's been over 16 years without you um, and March is quite a hard month for me because um, because it's your birthday and it's also Mother's Day in the same month. So March to May is quite hard considering it's my birthday and then your birthday and all of these anniversaries and all of these memories um, that across the years have been quite difficult for me. I know that you'll be proud of me. You'll be proud of me for continuing carrying on um, without you. You'll be proud of me for becoming an independent lady now. You'll be proud of me for um, taking care of my mental health and all the decisions i made in my life so far. Um, I know that you cared about me. Um, Everyone always talks about how you planned my birthday on your deathbed and you really loved me um daily. even though it's been really shit without you i know that you loved me dearly and i'm so grateful for my aunts who have stepped up as motherly figures in my life and who are your sisters um who have been strong without been strong without you and been strong for me i pray because i'm a christian that um we get reunited in heaven if there's an afterlife um and i get to see you again um Yeah, that's what's kept me strong across these past few years, like my faith. Yeah, I just hope I'm able to keep your legacy alive and um, yeah, I'm just grateful that you're no longer suffering because I know that you went through it. Um, But now I'm going through it. (laughs) But now I'm going through it. But yeah, um, I'm just grateful that I have my aunts around me, even though it's really not the same. But at least I have people in my life who have stepped up as motherly figures even though I just don't know what it feels like to have a mum and I'm grieving the loss of our relationship in the future. But yeah,
2: lots of love, your daughter. I want to give a message to my mother, Melissa. She passed away the day after my 20th birthday in 2021. So there was still a lot of unsaid things between us as it happened suddenly and unexpectedly. My message for her would be, I see you and I understand you. I think I finally understand what it is to be a woman and truly realise what she went through as a mother, a friend, a wife, a sister and aunt. I finally can appreciate the weight she carried and held so well without me ever realising. I'm very upset I didn't and don't get the chance to tell her how amazing she carried everything in her life as it was all so weightless. So this is my message to her now. Hi Amber, here is my beautiful mama. Can you believe she was 72? Beautiful on the inside and out. And if you could see this photo, you would absolutely be in agreement. 72 has never looked so good. Our special memories were our walks, chatting and laughing like best friends. We love shopping for bargains in charity shops and trying different makeup on in all the shops. Happy Mother's Day. You are in my thoughts every day. Thank you for all your love, guidance, fierce protection. I'm strong because of you. This will be my third Mother's Day without her and each year is just as hard as the next. There are really so many memories I could share with you about my mum but I'm not sure you would want to dedicate the whole podcast just to my memories so I will share with you one of my favourites. This is one of the last memories I can really remember with my mum and it's from New Year's Eve going into 2020 which was our last New Year's together. My mum was at par- a party with some of her friends which I usually attended every year but that year I was at a different party with friends from school. I got a text from her at 11:30 asking if I was going to walk up and see the new year in with her. To this day I still can't explain the feeling I got that night but in my gut I just knew that I had to be there. Something was telling me if I didn't go I would regret it. I never believed in gut instincts until then so I walked up the road where the party was and my mum met me halfway up the road and she was drunk which was very rare for her as she never usually drunk to that extent but she looked so happy. She was giggly dancing we linked arms all the way to the party and I just remember us both being so happy I saw the new year with my parents and I'm so happy that I did I knew that would have been my last party with, if I knew that would have been my last party with her, I would have stayed by her side the whole day. We spent the night dancing and bursting out Abba and Queen and all of our favourite songs. I know this might not seem like an amazing story and probably won't be of interest to anyone, but to me this is a memory I'm never going to forget. If I knew I was going to lose my mum just a few months after that night, then I would have made sure every single day was like that night. I miss you mum and happy Mother's Day. My mum died last year in November, Barbara, and we called her Bibi. She was 54 and I was 29. She died from pancreatic cancer and it was very quick. This was all made that bit harder by the fact my dad died when I was 15. Grief has really got me. (laughs) Anyway, my mum was the sunshine every day. Last year was my first Mother's Day, my son born a week before and my mum made the entire day so special. We had our first glass of champers in a long time and toasted to being mums. My mum loved champagne and hated chocolates so we always drank champagne on Mother's Day and danced around the dining table to our favourite songs. This year my son's first birthday falls on Mother's Day. I imagine I will be dancing and crying around our dining room table this year, hopefully drinking all the champagne and remembering you. I love you, Mumsy. This is my wonderful mum, Donna. She died in January. I'm still at the beginning of trying to navigate my life without her and I feel completely lost. This March will have both the first Mother's Day without her and what should have been her 58th birthday. I miss her so much. It's comforting to know that other people are dealing with this and are okay, quotations, at some point down the line. I know things can never be the same again. She was so patient, kind and compassionate. I'm a nurse and a mother myself. Because of her, I just hope I can make her proud and be half the woman she was. And She will always remain in my heart. Her funeral was only a week ago and I've so much guilt and anger about how things happened and how we were unable to protect her more while she was alive. It's overwhelming at times, however I'm finding pages like yours helpful to process my feelings and understand that they're normal. I will listen to the podcast soon. Thank you. My mummy, second Mother's Day without you and it still sucks. If I'd have known our last Mother's Day together would be our last. I'd have got you more than a Pizza Hut delivery to eat. (laughs) I still miss you as much today as I did the day you left. You've missed so many milestones in 18 months my wedding, my side hustle growing, and finally going back to what I love caring for the elderly. The girls are getting so big, they ask about you all the time. I'm so sorry for being such a dick when I was younger. It's come back on me tenfold in my tune. We shouldn't be missing you and you shouldn't have died. Your book wasn't finished. I love you forever and a day, mama. Hi Amber, I'll keep this short as I know I have many many emails to read, bless you. I found your podcast in June 2022 after my mum died suddenly following a battle of cancer. In my grief and heartbreak I found you and your words brought me so much comfort. Oh. Okay, here we go. I've attached a voice note about my mum, Jane. I share how a sandwich box sums up my mum's unique appreciation for the small things that most of us wouldn't notice. She found joy in stuff that others overlooked, and that is her legacy. I have found so much comfort and reassurance in knowing that even when the world felt so dark, there are always glimmers of joy if you look hard enough. She taught me that.
0: My memory is about my mum, Jane, who died last June, um... I think it sums her up the best um, in terms of how she approached life and how she was so incredible at appreciating things that other people just wouldn't notice. And it's something that I'm trying to take forward um, as her legacy is noticing all of the small things. So um, my memory is that when I was um a teenager. Mum had been to a shopping centre, she'd been to Marks and Spencer's, um, she called it Marks and Sparks. Um, and she she came back and she picked up a sandwich. I think it must have been Wensleydale, um, and Carrot or something. And um, they had changed their sandwich boxes and she said, look at this, look at this, and we weren't really paying much attention. And um, she unfolded the sandwich box perfectly and then put it all back together. And we were all making fun of her about how silly it was that she was so fascinated by this box. And she said, no, it's really amazing. Like, they've changed it. Like They folded it over differently and, like, look at how it all goes together. Um, and I think that just sums up how she was um, in her at her funeral or her celebration of life. We talked about how she was so good at noticing the small joys. Um, And she kept a journal throughout her uh, experience with cancer. She didn't like us calling it a battle. Um, And the things in the journal were all very simple things like going for a hot chocolate with her grandchildren, um, sitting on the bench in the park and looking at a blue sky. Um, So many things that we take for granted and that we don't notice. And she noticed all of those things all of the time, even when things were really hard for her. Um, And, yeah, the sandwich box always reminds me to stop and to appreciate the little things. Um, So, yeah, that's about my mum.
2: The third Mother's Day without you. Not a day goes by that you're not on my mind. It's become a routine to run to the bathroom to silently cry so the girls don't hear me. I laugh, I cry, I have a drink whilst watching videos of the times we spent together. I miss going swimming with you. I miss going on adventures and you wanting to go in every charity shop we walked past. (laughs) I miss getting on your nerves and you saying, Charlie, shut up. I continue to smile daily because I know that you're watching me. I hope I'm making you proud. It's been a battle between self-destruct or get up and cope. Safe to say I'm doing fine. I love you with all my heart. This is my submission about my amazing mum, Claire, who we devastatingly lost in 2021 at the young age of 51. On our second Mother's Day without you, my heart remains irreparably broken. However, amidst my pain, I'm so thankful that out of all of the mothers in the world, I was blessed with you. Your love, pride and absolute sparkle. You may have been small, but you were an absolute powerhouse thank you for showing me what it means to be strong, thank you for being my cheerleader and shaping me into who I am today. Your light, love and inspiration will act as my guide for the rest of my life, my one in a million mum. My mum is called Jane and she was 51 when she died and I was 22 she lit up the room with her electric personality and she radiated a level of kindness that i was so lucky to experience i wanted to be able to share a really exciting memory of something we shared but all that comes to mind is the little things that i miss so much one being a cup of tea together sharing a blanket while we watched judge rinder <laughs> judge rinder get in both sat with our legs up on the sofa cozy and content with my closest friend such simplicity I long to be able to share time together in such a peaceful way I'm 27 now and life is scary and I so wish I had my mum to give me a cuddle and tell me everything will be okay I just bloody miss her my mum was the best mum, as everyone says, I'm sure. She was my first best friend, the first person to praise me and the first person to tell me I was wrong. I don't have any particular Mother's Day memories, which kills me a bit inside, but five years on, it doesn't get any easier. She was only 57 and had so much more to live for. Since she's passed, she's gained two grandchildren, missed mine and my brother's engagement and subsequent weddings and life just isn't the same without her. I thought I'd still have her at 76, not expecting to lose her at 26. I feel robbed of everything that we never got to experience. We were becoming friends rather than mother and daughter, and I feel robbed of everything we never got to experience. She's the best of us, and life will never be the same. Dear Mum, you have been gone two and a half years, and each year apart just accentuates the fact that we were soulmates. The world is just now coming around to the idea that soulmates can be something other than a man, wife, or partner, but I think you and I always knew it. I know I was born to be your daughter. You struggled to have me, and I'm convinced that I came to you at a time designed to be with you in your darkest hours. You didn't deserve the harsh realities you were dealt and my heart will forever grieve not just for your life but the life you never got to have. I'm getting married in just over a month and every step of the way has been a strain on my heart with you not here to help me. I'm fully aware that you'd be driving me up the fucking wall with all your questions and suggestions and anything else you could come up with but I take that a million times over the reality that I'm left with. I wish that I could say that I know you'll be with me on that day but I'm still not sure but I take comfort in knowing that you're with me in that I am basically your clone. Every thought, every judgment, every smart-ass comment you would have had, I have. You live on through me as you made me. I love you, gobs. To mum, just over a year without you and my gosh, it doesn't get any easier. Me and dad both miss you so much and so much has happened and I hate that you're not here to share it all with. Steph finally proposed to me and we're in the process of planning our wedding. It's equal parts joyful as it is painful when you are not here to do it with. I find myself not being able to commit to decisions because I'm waiting for that mum seal of approval, knowing deep down that it will never come. Selfishly, I wish you were here for all the moral support and encouragement you would have given to me. But a bigger part of me just wishes you were here because I know how much you would have loved and enjoyed the whole experience. I can picture the excitement and smile on your face. You would have loved the planning, the choosing of the venue, the choosing of the flowers and dress. I know you would have lovingly volunteered to do all my dress alterations and saved me a fortune. You would have let me obsess over the tiniest, most trivial details and listened patiently like no other. You would have been the one to tell me honest truth when something was really too expensive and not worth the money. You would have been the one to make some ingenious, creative suggestion about how to do the table decorations or what music to use for the ceremony. You would have been the one to jump in and position my dress perfectly for the photos. You would have been the other side of me and dad walking down the aisle. I never in a million years thought I'd be getting married without you. But although you won't physically be there on the day, please know that you still play such a massive part in the day, because in every discussion and every decision we have made for the day, you've always found we have always found ourselves asking, "What would Mum say?" You were the little voice on my shoulder, guiding me in the right direction, giving me inspiration. It brings me comfort to know how much you loved Steph and how much you looked forward to our wedding. But we miss you more than anything. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. You are the center of my thoughts today and every day. Love you forever, Tammy. I'm
0: Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
1: The memory I would like to share
2: was one of our many shopping trips together. We were in the car on the way to the shops and like we always did, we talked about absolutely everything. We ended up talking about the possibility of me having children in the future. I remember telling her I've always known I've wanted children because it just wouldn't be fair to not share my absolutely amazing family with anyone else. If I didn't have children, they would be missing out on what an amazing grandmother she would be it'll be selfish of me not to share the immense love I've always felt from her and the rest of the family she teared up and said that was the loveliest thing I'd ever said to her she passed away probably less than a year after that conversation and it pains me every today that I can never make what we talked about a reality I wanted to honor my mum this year on your podcast last year was too raw with it being our first mother's day without her totally get that. So my mum, her name is Adele Marie Hunter. She died in January 2022 at the age of 58. She had so much more to do in her life and we had so much more to share with her. Mum was funny, kind, supportive and so incredibly loving. She did so much for so many people, whether they asked for it or even deserved it. She is missed beyond measure sometimes that makes me smile, also something that makes me smile, is at her funeral, we lost count of the amount of people that offered their condolences, and told us that our mum was their best friend, (laughs) some people we had never even heard of before, it's always the way babes, they all come out the woodworks at weddings and funerals, everyone's like, oh my best friend, and you're like, who the fuck are you, I love that she will have a lasting effect on so many people just by being kind. She is my inspiration to keep smiling and to always be kind in this life of ups and downs. Her legacy lives on. Hi, Amber. This is my mum, Joanne. She passed away on the 17th of March, 2022. March literally sucks because it's the date she died, and then it's Mother's Day after. I've been trying to think of a memory. Mum suffered with alcoholism so in honesty, in honesty there are a lot of sad and angry ones but sober mum was so funny without a filter sometimes going too far. One thing about mum was she really could not control her bladder. What mum could? <laughs> what mother could control their bladder? And we've only got ourselves to blame for that. You know, we've done that to our mothers probably, To the point where she peed in a charity shop. (laughs) Picked picked up some towels to wipe it up, then proceeded to buy the towels as if that's a normal thing to do. Well, we hope that she didn't leave them in there. She also used to eat like a horse, and on our all-inclusive holidays, she would have about four dinners. She looked like an orangutan because she had really skinny legs and arms with a huge belly. It really cracked me and my sisters (laughs) up. It's a year this year, and it literally feels like it's been days. It's so hard to explain to people who haven't experienced it. But your podcast makes me feel like I'm not actually insane. So thank you again, and I'm sending so much love and healing your way. Likewise to use darling hi amber i hope you're doing well and thank you so much for your page this is similar to what i wrote to say at my mum's funeral but i didn't get up i regret not saying these words out loud a message to my mum maybe the word forever wasn't meant for memories and not people i would give absolutely anything for one more day with you thank you for guiding me and holding my hand through everything I feel very lucky to have been your daughter. It was hard to say goodbye and I wish that we had more time and perhaps that during the time we had, we should have spent even more of it together. I wish that your life had not been lost to your illness, that things could have been different for you and for us. While I know that you're at peace and that your struggles are at an end, there is pain and sadness that hits me hard. It comes in waves and sometimes they're just small things that remind me of you. Others are big and they crash and make my heart feel like it's sinking with no return. But even though you're gone now, you have left the legacy of your love and perseverance. You are the glue to our family. We will continue to look after each other. We will always stick together for you, mum. I hope that whatever I do, I live to be even half the person you were. To be like you will be my biggest achievement. You knew how to live before me. Now I am learning to live without you. It's the toughest lesson. You are more than a mother, more than a wife, and more than a sister, more than a friend, more than a support system and more than home. You were everything and you were ours. I loved you my way and I will grieve you my way too. I love you to the moon and back through all the stars. See you again, Mum. My mum is Julia Ann Henegan. She died in April 2008. My mum was Irish, and we had an intense relationship. I was her only child with my dad, who was an abusive man, and she already had my brother Jim, died aged 41, and my sister G, now 73, who is a recovering alcoholic. Even though my relationship with my mum was deeply complex, complex, I worship the ground she walked on. I miss her terribly. She died two years before my husband was diagnosed with MND. I was still grieving her death when I was thrown into anticipatory grief, and five years later, the death of my husband. My husband treated me like his queen on Mother's Day: breakfast in bed, flowers, presents, the works. I miss them both on Mother's Day and it will never be the same. Hello, I have attached a photo of me and my mum for the Mother's Day submission. Honestly, we never really celebrated Mother's Day that much. We did flowers and maybe a breakfast, but that is it. Now, Mother's Day have a very different meaning. It's just a daily reminder that she isn't here. It seems more significant than ever before. I almost regret not going mad over, over it every year and showering her with absolutely everything and anything. This is my first Mother's Day without her and I've been dreading it for three weeks. I'm really mentally prepared for a sick day from work. Thank you so much for giving people an opportunity to celebrate their mums and having an outlet for this day. Thank you. Hi Amber, thank you for doing this every year It's such a lovely sentiment. Our mum's name was Sandra and this will be our second Mother's Day without her. She loved music, everything from George Michael to ABBA to Justin Bieber, who she has seen in concert with my two sisters, Natalie and Rachel, and called herself a believer. (laughs) No, I love that. I love that. One of her favourites was Michael Bublé, who she has seen in concert twice. When he came on stage, she burst out crying. I asked if she was okay and she said she was crying because his sequin suit was so beautiful. At the end, pink confetti fell from the ceiling and we smiled and laughed and sang together. It's such a special memory for me now. We played his song, Everything, at her funeral service. She was our everything, our every word, our everything. I'm going to see him again in April with my auntie Betty, my mum's sister, and will be thinking of her the whole time happy mother's day to our mum our dancing queen we love and miss you every single day we know you are waiting for us
4: hello um my name is tegan and my mum passed away when i was 11 i'm now 20 years old and she had a brain tumor so as you can imagine this is a long terminal illness and the memory i wanted to share actually although could probably appear quite morbid and sad um is actually one of my favourite memories or things that I think about sometimes. And that is, so when she was Pauling, she obviously, her health was deteriorating. Um, She lost some of her sight. She lost her speech. And that was something that towards the end started to go. And something that kind of makes me laugh and obviously made her laugh at the time was she left a voicemail on the phone. And she's trying to say just a sentence. I'm not entirely sure. Probably trying to say that she, she called and that no one picked up. But in this moment, she's just saying a load of, like, goldie goop. Like, she can't actually get the words out. But what was really nice, she starts laughing at herself at the time. So she's sort of laughing and can't string a sentence together. And what's quite funny about this moment is we have this voicemail saved. And for some reason, amongst the songs at the funeral this voicemail started to play I think at the end of the funeral really oddly just randomly played and what I sort of take from that is like my mum did is finding like humour or a good thing amongst all the grief and all the shit and I think for Mother's Day I think sometimes you just have to try and look for that golden moment that nice thing amongst all the shit And I'm sure that's what my mum would want me to do this year on Mother's Day. So I'm going to try and think of her in a good light as much as I can.
2: Just wanted to send in a little message from my mum who passed back in, in 2010 from breast cancer. She passed on the 17th of March, so only a couple of days before Mother's Day this year. So every few years it's a particularly rough weekend. Here's my message to her. Mum, I wish I could spoil you in person this Mother's Day and thank you for all you did for my sister and I. There will never be the words to adequately describe how much I love and miss you and even 13 years down the line I still choke up at anniversaries, Mother's Days and Miss Birthdays. I am right now. I wish you could see how your daughters have grown and persevered even in the lowest of times and I wish you could be a nanny to Shan's daughter, my wonderful niece. Some days I feel lost in my grief, but the vast majority of the time I feel lucky to have loved and had my life forever changed by such an incredible woman and mother. You're in my thoughts today and every other day after that. Happy Mother's Day. I'll love you always. Hello, I'm Amber, your host of The Grief Gang Podcast, who is already in your ear holes as you are hearing this ad because you are listening to a Grief Gang Podcast episode. And I'm Poppy, the creator behind The Grief Case and previous Grief Gang guest a fair
1: few times.
2: We won't interrupt you for long, but we just wanted to tell you about our Patreon community, Unpacking Grief. Unpacking Grief is an intimate and exclusive community where we're quite literally unpacking grief.
1: Through Patreon-only workshops, book clubs, live Q&As with faces and names in the grief space you know and love, we're getting through this grief stuff together.
2: Join today and become a part of our wonderful and supportive community become a member and pay nothing and we mean nothing until the first of that month try before you buy if you hate us you can leave with no hidden fees joining details in the show notes bye this is my first mother's day without my amazing mother and it's also my first mother's day as a mother myself On this day I would love for my mum to know how much she is loved and missed and how this day celebrating my own motherhood feels heartbreaking without her. I also want her to know that her legacy will continue on and her grandson will know all about the amazing woman she was. This day here in this picture was the last time I got to feel my mother's touch and I didn't know it will be the last one. I will forever cherish this moment which was captured by my little sister. This year will be my third Mother's Day without her and it hurts so, so much. This will be my first Mother's Day without my mum after losing her in October. My message to her is that I miss her more than I ever knew possible. Every day, every hour, life without her seems suddenly very dull. I wish we could have have one more Mother's Day to celebrate her and all she did because that was the one day a year solely about her and we used to love Mother's Day together. It's sad knowing that Mother's Day will never be the same again, even when I have my own children, there will always be a sadness to the day. Anyway, I hope she can hear and see how much we miss her and how I am trying to let her legacy of kindness, selflessness and caring nature live on through me in everything I do. This is my mum, Jan. She left us on 8th of April 2022 after a brave four-year battle with lung cancer and bone metastasis which eventually spread to her brain. She loved us all fiercely, a scary, protective, mama bear kind of love and I miss her hugs every day. She taught me to be strong, independent and how to love as fiercely as she did and I thank her for that thinking of our mum Sharon today the best mum and nana in the whole world thank you for everything we miss you every day and love you all the world forever and always from your five heartbeats and your eight adorables this is my first year my mum died six months ago while cancer took her away she didn't just die or get old she was 67. she was so complex such the matriarch of the family our love changed when she got ill I was her calm peace she trusted me and I made her feel better I have a text that I look at a lot if I feel bad or guilty for missing the end it was sudden and we thought she had months more I was asleep at home and because I live in Cornwall 300 miles away I got back two hours after she'd gone the text said thank you what would I do without you? She had a really bad few days and I dealt with the local hospice and got extra pain medicine plans and support in place. It's so hard that now I have to manage and find out now what to do without you. It feels so surreal that I can't just call or text you. So much has happened mum and I just want to speak to you. My mum passed away from breast cancer when I was five so my memories were always limited of her but it was always sad around Mother's Day. My brother and I were pretty much raised solely by our grandmother who we considered to be our second mum. I'm not sure where we'd be without her growing up but we owe everything to her. Mother's Day... Every Mother's Day my brother and I would give her a gift or would ring her up when we got older to wish her a happy Nana's Day as we called it. This year will be the first one without her as she passed away unexpectedly last year. While the day always had a sting to it each year as we remembered our mum we always had our Nana to call up to take some of the pain away. Now it feels 100% worse as we remember both of them. I'm dreading the day. I was an only child, so me and my mum were best friends. Two peas in a pod and grew up doing everything together. Girls' holidays with my friends and hers were frequent. City breaks, coffee mornings, etc. Even when she got diagnosed, we planned our weekends around small wins, her treatment finishing, her hair growing back, etc. Every Mother's Day, we'd do a breakfast date, just the two of us. Breakfast was Our thing. The last one pre-COVID was at the Ivy and this year I'm taking myself there for lunch just to celebrate her. I don't just miss my mum, I miss my first and favourite best friend. My name is Mariana. I hope this can still make it in for the Mother's Day episode, it is. Uh, As someone who started this journey fairly recently, June of last year, your account has given me hope and I feel comfort in knowing that there is a virtual community sharing my experience. Thank you. My message. When I was little, my mum used to tell me that those who died went on to live in the brightest star in the sky. I am now 24 and yet every night I still look for those that came before me and those that have left. Last year, I started searching for her, too. Every night, I look for the brightest star with a smile, for I know my mother has given me the greatest gift, the gift of brief reunions that know no limits. Happy Heavenly Mother's Day to my lovely mum. You will be so proud of me as a mum myself now, and your th- three lovely granddaughters, We would be whisking you off for a day full of shopping and a delicious lunch somewhere glorious. I miss you with every part of my entire person. I talk about you to the girls all the time. I keep you very much a part of our everyday life. How could I not? You were my all-time bestie. I love you so much and miss you even more. Happy Mother's Day. I hope there is champagne where you are. Hi Amber, as promised, this is my mum's chair at my wedding. It's nearly 11 years since I lost mum and planning a wedding without her was hard. My uncle is a clairvoyant and attended the wedding and said that she was there. I looked at her chair towards the end of the ceremony and I said, I love you mum and he felt her there. He said at that exact point her face merged with mine and she was there. And what attached is here is a picture this person sent on their wedding day. Um, a beautiful picture of um a chair placement in the ceremony of a wedding, um, and a lovely pillow and a that's put like says reserved I think it says reserved for the bride, it's underneath a rose. And there's a a picture frame with some wording on it, and it says, I'm not here for your wedding, so what shall I do? I'll come back to earth and I'll spend it with you save me a seat just one empty chair you may not see me but I will be there this is lovely love that so much this is my second motherless mother's day my mum passed 7th of March 2022 just had the year since passed on Tuesday it knocked me sideways wrote a cheeky poem for her as she loved to write poems Anyways back to my story. My mum was my best friend and a bit of a legend. I'm not sure what they call this bond but being gay my mum was my biggest supporter and ally. From when I first came out she told my dad she would leave him if he wasn't okay with it. (laughs) But my funny story is that she always outed me on a regular basis. Even when she was in the hospice she was having some physio and while walking she said she would use the toilet. The physiotherapist was very sweet and was like, okay, Ryan, can you wait outside and I will get a nurse? My mum was like, no, he is fine. He's seen it all. Unless you're comfor- but uncomfortable as you have nothing to worry about, he has a husband. This is all happening while putting her on the loo. The woman didn't know what to say or do. <laughs> all I ended up saying to physiotherapists. physiotherapist is, I bet you never thought this would be the chat you'd be having on this Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> My mum made so many people laugh and was the kindest soul. I know I'm biased, but she really did. Yet she wasn't a fool. You wouldn't be on the other side of her. I miss her terribly and your podcast has been a great comfort. Being in grief can be the loneliest place regards who you have around you, regardless of who you have around you. Thank you. And this is our last submission. My mum Helita was born on the 31st of October 1954 and died on the 27th of February 2020 from metastasized breast cancer. She was educated by British colonials when other parents hid their children in trees to protect them. She was the first born of nine children. She was a strong and passionate woman and the first woman to achieve a lot in her lifetime and her career. Youngest manager, first female general manager, aka Iron Lady, received an order of the Federation OFR equivalent to an MBE. She was a ceiling breaker, a non-conformist and built her own tables when seats weren't offered to her at other tables. Absolutely. Being a female was a non-issue and I thank her for raising us in a very open and everything is possible kind of way. She stood for honour, integrity and excellence. Mediocrity was not an option and didn't exist in her world. She was fierce and fearless, resilient and an all-round amazing human. She built a police station once when we moved to a new neighbourhood and got robbed. She went to lay a complaint and they said they didn't have the resources so she asked if they would man the station if she built one and so she did. (laughs) She single-handedly raised five children between the ages of nine to 19 until we were all fully fledged adults. Providing, guiding, nurturing. She was the matriarch of her family and ours. Many leaned on her for support in one way or the other. Impossible or no were not words or no were not words that existed in her dictionary. She was brave and a fighter, had health challenges from her 40s until she passed. Thyroidectomy surgery on her back, ovarian cancer, breast cancer and colon cancer eventually. Even at the end I strongly believe she would get through it. Alas she is free from pain and being brave. Love you and miss you more than any words could describe. That is it for the submissions. My gosh thank you thank you thank you to everybody who wrote in and shared your mum or motherly figure that you are remembering and missing this mother's day it's a truly beautiful and possibly always these style of episodes I say all the time are always my favorite because I get to know and learn about your loved ones and it's as much as I sit and cry and it chokes me up it's like good tears these are good tears to me um and and for me, how I want to end this on my on for me to my mum, I believe this is a poem that I think I read on last year's Mother's Day episode, and I want to share it again today because as my uh, message or sharing for this episode, because mother, I I actually really struggled of something to think of or to go to that place this year for Mother's Day. I'm not sure why, but I wanted to end my submission because to me, this really encapsulates what Mother's Day and just living without mum feels to me. There will never be a day that you don't miss her, never a day where you don't wish you could hear her voice or ask for her advice just one more time. There will never be a moment that you don't regret all the times you screened her call or missed a visit. Simply because life was too goddamn busy. And now you realise busy is fake and it isn't real. She was real and she is gone and you are alone. And the feeling of abandonment and loneliness is huge. Mind blowing. No matter how loved or surrounded by family you may be, none of it is her. When the woman who brought you into this world is no longer here, it is a lonely place. And you are now she. You are now the one expected to guide, to discipline, to love, to handle everything for everyone. And that is a shock. But you've got this because she taught you well. She made you right and she made you strong. And she filled you with enough love to share around even after she was gone. So go on and make her proud And remember to look out for the little girl who still lives inside you somewhere. She misses her mother very much. And with that, I am going to (laughs) run away now before I start blubbering and wish you all a peaceful and gentle Mother's Day and the rest of the day if you're listening to it on the day. And just to remember that it's 24 hours and you may still feel like shit after the coming days and like the emotional grief hangover of it all but know that even your worst days like today potentially only have 24 hours and that if today you've woken up and you're feeling quite joyful or maybe feelings of gratitude are coming in and like you just maybe don't feel as heavy that that's okay too like it's okay to feel okay on these days and that if you actually want to celebrate and honour your mum or your person that it's okay to do that too whatever you want to do is okay Thanks for tuning in this week I truly appreciate every single person who listens to the show by doing so you're actually helping more people find the show and in turn support themselves you can keep up to date and become part of the grief gang community by following us on social media platforms such as Instagram Facebook Twitter and TikTok check out our website and blog too and if you fancy you can sign up to our newsletter where you will receive regular emails and first to knows on events and workshops all links for the above are in the episode footnotes big love look after yourself and i will see you next week